This is, I'm, I'm a, I sound a bit shaking, so I just put my hand. You know, you have to raise the faders to, on, on, a, on, a, on a desk. Mm-hmm. And I, I just put my finger on the fader and there was something on it and I don't know quite what it was. I'm hoping oh. it was a crumb of bread, but it could have been something else. Oh. But now I feel that I have to go and wash that finger. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio and email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk um, Incidentally, mm-hmm. we are doing that rarest of rare on the Frank Skinner show this morning. We've got a guest. Oh, yeah. Ooh. He's not going to be speaking on air. We've just put up a bed in the corner and said he could sleep. No. um, He's more of a lodger, really. It's Tim (laughs) Key. Tim Key um, will will be um, with us um, later. Mm. I mean, you know, God willing. Yeah, we're all fans. We only have people we love on the show. We love a bit of Key. Can I share this with you? Just to kick off from Ruth Jordan. She just has a brief question, Frank. Yeah. Well, it's not really a question. It's uh, She's pondering something. Hi, Frank, Emily and Alan. I was wondering if Frank has been watching any of the Winter Olympics. I can't decide if it's something he'd like or whether he'd be a bit of a git about it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you something. I don't think the two are mutually exclusive, actually. But... I No, indeed. Um, <laughs> very well said, Al. I... Um, I had a bit of a moment with the Olympics because I was quite cynical generally about the Olympics, be they on ice or on um, ground. Really? And then just before the London Olympics, which I was also being quite cynical about and being all doing jokes about it, what a waste of time it was, mm. Gabby Logan um, was on Room 101 and she gave a bit of a speech about the kind of people who are cynical about the Olympics. And I thought, you know Uh what, Gabby, you're absolutely correct. From now on, I will embrace the Olympics of both kinds, and I have done. So Gabby Logan changed my life. That's good. Your answer's full of wisdom. I love that woman. (laughs) Whereas I've been using it to do what I think people lazily call dad jokes, you know, when they say Mm. dad in front of stuff now, it's rubbish. Every time I've walked into the living room and they're watching the Winter Olympics, I've said, oh, it's a slippery slope. Very and, um, good. And almost every time it is. Like, it's surprising no, that, how often that they is. need one. See, that's a classic example of a dad joke, because I would define a dad joke not as bad, but something which improves with repetition. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, many, many, repeated it. many years ago, I don't know if you remember, we talked about dad jokes on the show, and mm. someone talked about a, a dad joke that had been handed down. Yes. And the, the, the joke was whenever his dad got in the car with the family, whenever he put the car into reverse, he'd say, this takes me back. <laughs> <laughs> and, now, um, and now his son was, was uh, saying the same thing to his kids, which is uh, brilliant. Well, My I dad didn't I... have a car, so uh, that mm. was well, it wouldn't have worked for us. It didn't work for us either because my dad made jokes about Ozymandias. My dad made <laughs> literary references that were handed Bond down. Yes, I yeah. know, but they don't—they don't—they're not very portable. I don't know if I can tell you anything <laughs> my dad said. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we might have to leave that one there. I tell you, speaking of, um, I was listening to Ross Buchanan on before us this morning, mm. and he said Gurcha uh, in sort of slight. Um, Unironically, I thought. And it reminded me, um, this could be, it might be a text in songs that you only know one line <laughs> of. I used to sing Gertje by um, Chaz and Dave, and there was a line that went, oh. Gertje, when the poles knocked England at the cup. Gertje, when the poles knocked England at the cup. Gertje, when the poles knocked... Because I didn't know any of the other lines. Oh, and in the end, it. people would say, well, please stop. Please <laughs> yeah, stop yeah. saying that. They mm. still say that to David. When so he I think that, like um, also, Frosty, the snowman... I'm lost after that. Da, 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 I know we had a very something. Yeah, yeah, well, we all had a very something. <laughs> <laughs> he had a very something. If there's anyone fan. out there who hasn't got a very something, <laughs> at 12.15. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
788, Frank. Mm. Frank said, I don't know the words to Frosty. I don't know the words to Frosty either. I always sing, Frosty the snowman was a very frosty snowman. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> well, stay, uh, stay frosty, as I think was Justin Toper's um, mm-hmm. goodbye to people. Stay, stay frosty. Um, <laughs> Justin Toper, I don't know if he still was, is a, a, a famous long-haired astrologer. Yeah? Well... Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know if I've well, ever wonders. heard him described quite like that, Al. <laughs> like a famous long head. Yes, he had... There was, a, there was a bit of Billy Ray Cyrus going on, wasn't there? I thought he there sat was, in the mullet chair. It was more, more Joni Mitchell. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that long straight hair. And or, something of the Wendy Richards in. Um, I'll tell you what he was. Dave Hill. If Dave Hill <laughs> from Slade had discovered uh, New Age beliefs. He would have become Justin Toper. Anyway, Go on. enough, enough. Okay. Um, now, listen, it's um, Valentine's Day on Monday. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what I was thinking about. Have you ever had or sent a Valentine's card that's actually achieved a relationship or done anything? Oh. Mm. Well, Do they work? Do they work? I, not not for me that I can think of. I've <laughs> only ever... I know what you mean. So have I received a Valentine's card where that, it's that, not from a partner? That's actually, you know, It's happened. a mystery. Something's happened. Yes, I did receive mm-hmm. one once and it was terribly embarrassing mm-hmm. because I thought it was from someone... I must have been about sort of 16 who I genuinely liked and it turned out to be from someone I had no interest in at all. Did you Uh-oh. did you speak to the person you liked to see if they'd sent you a Valentine's card? No, it was it was it was so embarrassing. I don't know. Like, I remember. I, I discussed <laughs> the card with this person who I saw mm. quite regularly because they were quite a close male friend. Mm. And I said, I got this card. It was a bit tacky. I honestly didn't know it was yeah. him. Oh no! I know. Well, I I was um, I was going out with this um, woman and I sent her a card. I didn't put my name on it. She never mentioned it, and Uh. I thought that takes a bit of unpacking, (laughs) (laughs) doesn't it? Because um, she must have thought that was from someone else and and, uh, decided not to bring it up just in case. um, Someone she fancied at work. Was yeah, someone who she fancied more. I think that's <laughs> great psychological warfare, though, which mm. is obviously how I view relationships. Well, I send Kath one every year. She's never mentioned any of them. <laughs> no, you, that's not true. You send... Well, I don't know if I should be that personal, but you can I just say you you do well on the flowers front. I've seen this on do Valentine's, you? don't you? Oh, I, I, go the, uh, I go the dozen red roses. But I told you, I had a conversation with some... Uh, male people and they were saying I reckon you could get away with nine they're not going to count them are they <laughs> save a few right. Bob <laughs> I, I love the way your PA does that, that. Off there, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway um, oh listen so yeah if, if you've got any um, sort of Valentine's card yarns drop us a line I remember That's what he a proper, did. It's a proper radio texting, that is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Frank, I remember what he did. He cut up newspaper letters. Oh, like a ransom oh. note. He <laughs> <laughs> did. The ransom. What do you think of that? that? That would qualify as a whatever happened to, I think, is the, the newspaper yeah. ransom note. I think it's because people don't buy newspapers anymore. And you, can't, you don't want to print out something off the internet in order to mm-hmm. cut it. Up. Also, it all changed when they went colour, the newspapers. Yeah. It lost the drama. Yeah. Um, I, I, Eddie Shaw really <laughs> dragged down the ransom note um, quality. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Now, listen, I um, this week uh, you might have seen this as a very horrible uh, video of um, Kurt Zuma, the West Ham player, being nasty to his cat, which is... I'm not a cat person, but I watched the video, mm. rightly or wrongly. Ironically, probably curiosity. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. And it was unpleasant. That's it. Yeah. Um, and that's it. I don't have anything to say about it other than that. It was mm. horrible. Um, but I was at the Black Country Museum this week. Where you go, Now, do you know the Black Country Museum? Uh, let me oh. think. 
Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. It's a living museum. I don't know if you're uh, familiar with that term, but it means you can walk around and see people making chains at a, at a forge and stuff like that. All right. Oh, here cool. we go, Al. Like you could have done in the in the black country in the old days. People right. down cradle or Netherton making chains. Was this nice a day out for you and the SNN community? <laughs> I was just going to yeah. say. <laughs> yeah. Well, I took a few orders <laughs> while I was there. <laughs> Anyway, um, <laughs> one of the great black country... Le- the black country, if you don't know, is an area of the West Midlands, not including Birmingham. Uh, there's, there's some debate what it includes. The areas, mm-hmm. people are always fighting to say, well, is West Bromwich. There used to be a, a bloke went round black country schools called um, the Reverend uh, Wesley Perrins, the black oh. country preacher. Mm. I don't know if he was a reverend. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, the, the Black Country Preacher, yeah. I wonder if that's, anyone's got that domain name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and anyway, he used to say, um, oft quoted, me and my uh, friends at school used to say this a lot, now some people say as black as um, West Bromwich is in the Black Country, but Joe mark more words. And then he would lean forward and go, eat I, <laughs> which meant it isn't. Anyway... <laughs> One of the black country heroes was the Tipton Slasher. Oh, now, Frank. Oh, yeah. What? I don't know. I just don't like the sound of this. No, no, the Tipton Slasher was a bare-knuckle boxer. Oh, I called. thought it was a man with a weak bladder. But oh, no. Oh, 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 no. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> it's called Bill Perry, and, you know, I don't know if you know anything about sort of 19th century bare-knuckle fighting, but it was a... It was a Do you know, oddly, my, uh, my great-grandfather uh, was one, I believe. Oh, really? really? Yes, in the valleys. He was, all I heard, he was a bare-knuckle fighter, and weirdly, then he also, there was a rumour about him that he'd fought an actual bear as well. Oh. Well, that's where, I'm, that's where I'm moving with this, not to, not to a bear. Um, he was called, um, also called Old K-Legs because one of his legs turned inwards at the knee, and so he looked like a K, he looked like a letter K when he stood... Oh. Um, anyway, I'll just tell you one other fact about him. He once had a fight against an American guy yeah. who was um, who was six foot ten and a half inches, the other guy. Wow. Bill Perry wow. was about six one. Yeah. And it, it went to uh, 27 rounds. <laughs> and in the end, the uh, referee stopped the fight because it was too dark for him to see what was going on. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, listen, so I was at the Black Country <laughs> Museum and I said, have you got any Tipton Slasher um, memorabilia? I you said whilst people were making chains, yeah. you came across as normal. And um, the woman said, well, we've, we have got his, um, his monkey um, um, that, he, that he had, his monkey, um, but it's not on show. It's in storage, but um, we might be able to get you in to go and have a look at it. And I said, um, I didn't know the Tipton Slasher had a monkey. Tell me more. I didn't either. No. Well, I'll be back with the story um, a little after this. Great cliffhanger. It is. I mean, the Tipton Slasher's monkey cliffhanger, (laughs) I think, is quite a moment in our show's history. (laughs) Frank Skinner. So, the, the Tipton Slasher had this um, baboon mm. and he used to um, spar with it. Mm. Oh, you, yeah. you know, a bit of, uh, you know, bit of jab and a bit of, uh, bit of right cross, a bit of uppercut. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I d- I'm never quite sure, um, obviously some of these things are lost in the mist of time, I'm never quite sure whether he literally just sparred with it to get better at boxing because they're quite agile, whether it was betterment he was after, yeah. or whether he'd have uh, people would uh, pay to see him spar with a, um, uh, this... I think they would pay. I think my great-grandfather, they would pay to see him fight the bear. Yeah, well, anyway... I mean, would. He, um, it all went a bit wrong, and this is why uh, I thought of it this week, is that he hit the monkey... Oh, God. ..and the monkey um, staggered backwards and fell down a flight of stone stairs. And I'm afraid... Yeah, I'm afraid the monkey um, passed. Oh, dear. So the Tipton Slasher was horrified and upset, and so he had the monkey stuffed 
as a so that he could keep it. Hardly makes right. up for it. No, but what can you do? You can't take back that punch. Um, and so, um, and the monkey is just on a shelf now with with tissue paper around it in the uh, the storeroom of the Black Country Museum. Mm. Did you get to see it? I did get to see it. It was quite Excellent. exciting. And there is a bit of a controversy because there is a rival monkey skull, which claims to be the skull of the uh, Tipton Slash. It's, it's been painted gold, and that is in a pub somewhere in the black country, so no-one's quite sure mm. what's going on. Frank, you and your broad material. It's a great, it's a great yeah. story, though, isn't it? Do you know what? I, I like the sound of this. I um, mean, I did take a picture. I don't know whether... We'll, we, can, we can make a judgment about whether we should uh, put it up or not. It is a stuffed well, um, monkey. For, okay. for locals listening, uh, 789 has texted the Tipton Slasher has a statue in Owen Street, Tipton. Yes. So, um, Yes, and um, choose did, your own adventure there today, isn't it? <laughs> Do you remember the old uh, the old joke about a bloke who had two monkeys and they died, and he took them to the taxidermist and said, "I'd like to have these uh, monkeys uh, stuffed, please." Mm. And the taxidermist said, uh, do you want them mounted? He said, no, just hold it, hands will we'll do. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. For sake. Yeah, it's a, it's a classic. <laughs> classic. <laughs> I mean, anyway. I love old jokes anyway, but old jokes that I haven't heard, I really love. No, no, often. it is. It is. Can it is I <laughs> just uh, pass on this from Councillor John Paul Stevenson? Oh, yeah. John Paul, that'd be a nice friend for you, Frank. <laughs> yeah. You love people with that name. Good to hear Frank on the radio talk about his visit to our friends at BC Living Museum. Mm. That's the Black Country uh, Living Museum that Frank was referring to. You're very welcome to come to see us at the Beamish Museum, which is the Living Museum of the North, telling the story of the people in the Northeast England during... I said the Northeast England, even I'm not that bad, in Northeast England, mm. during the 1820s, 1900s, 1940s and 1950s. Uh-huh. When you're next in this neck of the woods, the new 1950s town opens next week. Hashtag excited. Uh, yeah, I like the way museums start getting closer to... <laughs> they start getting to things I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Which is... Because uh, they're doing 60s and 70s now at the uh, Black Country Museum. They, they're catching me up. I can I see museums in my rearview mirror. They're, they're getting closer. <laughs> I said I um, I hope one day to be an exhibit at the uh, Black Country Living Museum. Well, one good. day. Uh, not when I'm living, obviously. <laughs> I could be when I'm living. You know those people like, was it Tilda Swinton who lay in a box in a museum exhibition, an art gallery thing? Do you remember that? Are you in Madame Two Swords? I'm not in Madame Two Swords now, Sorry. unless I'm Spider Man or something. <laughs> you know, they might have made me and then thought, oh, it's, it's how things have gone you off a bit. Be in Get it. the masks out. If Crippin's <laughs> in it, you should be in it. Yeah, Crippin, um, although his career was shorter, seems to um, have lingered longer in the public memory. It's, it's a terrible injustice to celebrity. Mm-hmm. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Now I was um I've been discussing um the Tipton Slashers monkey this morning. Uh, someone oh. will say someone will text in and say it's an ape or something, but they won't get the chance mm-hmm. to define it exactly because um both Emily and the producer have put their foot down and said that I can't put the picture up. It is disgusting that photo. How could you even take a photograph of that? Well it's uh, it's from, you know, it's <laughs> Al likes it. <laughs> um, Have you seen it, Al? I think it <laughs> sounds like he's just seen it. Have you just opened it? <laughs> yes. Is it, I mean, what was he thinking? Oh, let's put that on social media. I just thought it's history, you know. It is history. What is this? So predictably, I've got, I've got no problem. I think you should put it up. <laughs> What's wrong with you both? I don't know what's made me more worried about it. Um, Emily's (laughs) disapproval or Al's approval. (laughs) I've actually got my arms folded. I know, you are. I'm so disgusted that you would even consider that. What is this? Do you think too soon? (laughs) 
I'm literally crying with laughter. It's ah, I, couldn't, her, uh, I, flinched. I couldn't even look at it. And when we were discussing <laughs> this, can I share with our readers? So I'm sure at least 94% will agree with me if they could see this horrible image. 6% legends. Audience. <laughs> I said to Frank, we were talking about debating it. And I said, well, Alan hasn't seen it yet. And I'm sure when he sees it. I had far too much confidence in you. Yeah. So, and so Alan said, is in Manchester, in case yeah. you don't go. So I texted Alan the picture so that he could make his own judgment. And that shrieking laughter was the moment <laughs> the picture arrived. But what about Al? When I said, well, I I'm sure the Alan monkey, agree. I thought the monkey had risen from the... <laughs> And guess what Frank said? We'll see. We'll uh, see. About yeah. the monkey corpse. Yeah. Oh, let's not done. call it that. It's, 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 it's an exhibit. Had a t- Frank said, he was showing me a picture, Alan. He said he, he was doing a close-up of it with his thumb, saying, look at the tooth on it. No, but listen. Um, yeah. Look at the tooth <laughs> on, that. In on that. now. No, I'm really but, shocked um, by Bear you. in mind, this used to be on display. It's not like I've, I haven't, um, you know, I haven't uh, exhumed it. No, it was no. on, it was formerly on display. I, We're getting a lot of cool people. Your celeb status got you backstage to see. I know oh, it's it? one of the great privileges of the celeb you get back Very. to see. Oh, yeah. great privilege! And the woman said to me, um, "Do you want to see the Tipton slash?" Uh, another woman came and said, oh, it, d- you, "Am I taking you to see the Tipton slashes ghost monkey?" I said, ghost monkey, I think, have <laughs> I missed something here? Does it does it does it walk? Does it walk at night? <laughs> Um, from imagine it going from shelf to shelf in the <laughs> storeroom. Oh my god! <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on eight twelve fifteen. Many have. And we'll be reading some of those in a minute. Uh, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via Frank at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. And just a little reminder: Tim Key, um, poet slash comedian, um, will be with us later. Mm. And a fine actor, I would oh, say. Oh, of course, sorry, I forgot. And a writer and all that, you know. He really people. straddles the um, <coughs> he straddles. business category. He straddles like there's no um, Tamara Beckwith. Can I, um, can I take a moment during the show to thank you guys for my, um, as Frank would call it, birthday gifts? I do not call um, it that. That's a myth. Anyway. You do that. But, um, but yes, I, I was mortificado, as Emily would say, uh, I do not call when... it that. that. Oh, no, actually, I do. <laughs> I, I had received a parcel that said on one wall of the cardboard box uh, for Alan Open on Saturday, but that mm. wall of the box had been put against an actual wall, and oh. then I thought that that gift was from somebody else, and so I hadn't seen that side of it. And so I think it either arrived last Saturday or after the show last Saturday. Anyway, I saved it for my birthday, my birthday, and um, and it was from this radio show, mm. and it contained many wonderful offerings, uh, including <laughs> a tub of chocolate limes, which I don't remember ever telling you guys that I liked, but I do, and it must have been something that I've said on the radio. Mm-hmm. You know what? When, when it was minted yeah. as a gift, I couldn't remember <clears> you <throat> mentioning it. I'm wondering if someone's had a bit of a... <laughs> as I used to say, <laughs> if ever there was a strange event. Remember when people did that? <laughs> that was one of my date deal breakers. Was it? Uh, some, a man saying, oh, yeah, we thought of the same thing. <laughs> In fact, David Baddiel once did a very fine... I think during the Mary White's House experience, I'm sure he'll remind me, he did a, some great comedy on that. Oh, no, don't report. tell me I've uh, <laughs> trod on the toes of David Baddiel. I'll never he, excuse I may have me. got it wrong. I just ha- remember Baddiel doing a funny Mary White House sketch on it. Oh, I'm starting to wish I hadn't, <laughs> hadn't written that book about anti-Semitism. Now we're coming out this way. <laughs> well, David will uh, tell me a- if he did. I received a cookery book type thing that's um, is beautiful and, and I think is a sort of extended version of a joke that Frank once made on the um, television when talking to a chef when I think you said, I don't know which chef it was that you said this to, but you said, isn't all cookery basically making food hotter? Yes. You didn't say that. <laughs> that's, a, that is, that's a fair summary. <laughs> it's a, it's a, a very rude summary. summary. 
Who did I you say that great. to? No wonder Heston Blumenthal jumped on your back. I think, um, I don't think it was him. I think it might have been Kerridge. Oh, yes. All oh, right. Um, which, interestingly, is an anagram of Kedgeri. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if it is. I don't know if it actually but is. But it feels vaguely like a food. I hope he's put something yeah, on the menu. Kerry. If there was a, a kedgeree and porridge mashup, yes. I'll have a carriage. I'll have a nice bowl of carriage. Yeah, yeah he should have that yeah. one. Carriage sounds like a very posh person talking about <laughs> what they arrived in. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you have on the invitation. Not invite yes. carriages at, at eleven. Carriages at eleven p.m. Sorry, I'm, don't when you I, like when people? When my only posh voice is um, <laughs> Lord Charles, the ventriloquist. <laughs> well, you're a pretty little thing, aren't you? That's all I've. Uh, that's all I've got in, in my um, in my posh voices no, box. You've got. And I insist you do it. The what? doctor you saw, who said of his, and you complimented him on his handwriting, and what did oh, he say, Frank? Oh, of course. He said, yes, when I did handwriting at school, I rather tried. <laughs> and he also said, I was taught handwriting, actually, by a traitor Blunt's brother. <laughs> Which is, um, again, a bit of history. Uh, Anthony Blunt, <laughs> the Queen's art advisor, turned out to be a communist spy. Absolute radio. Uh, absolute radio. <laughs> what, about, what about if it wasn't generally known? I hadn't realised that's something I'd just heard on the grapevine. I've just exposed it. I mean, yeah. I mean that that would that's the last thing Prince Charles wants this week: COVID and the spy in the. Uh, yeah, spying the ointment. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got to end on that. Frank Skinner. Can I just <clears throat> connect briefly with our uh, readers in the outside world? We've got a couple of things uh, going on at the moment. We've got when you can only remember the first line of well, a not song. Well, not necessarily the first line, because no. I can only remember when the Poles knocked England out of the cop, really, from Goethe. True. A line yeah. from a song, one line. Uh, Mrs M has tweeted us, for old Lang Syne, my dear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, I think I know the words to old Lang Syne, but a lot of people don't. Yep. I Frank found White. it harder Sorry. to get it going in recent times. I, I remember in my youth, it was just something that happened at New Year's Eve, and now people have seems right. to have died out a bit. Well, I think the reason that you can't remember the second line is the inebriated mm. aren't strong on accuracy when it comes to song yeah. lyrics, and I won't tolerate that. Mm. Uh, oh. Frank White, golden brown texture like sun. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not sure I would have got texture like sun. I think I'd have got golden brown. <laughs> yeah. It's texture, by the way, not text you. They didn't have text then. No. <laughs> um, Zombie Steve, we need to see the monkey. <laughs> I don't remember oh, that track. <laughs> <laughs> Look, like I, if it was up to me, Steve... <laughs> Paddy McGuinness would say, I'll take... If it was yeah, up it to me, I, the monkey would be out there, you know. I mean, let's face it, there, there's no mention of a new contract. It could be talking part of our new scorched earth approach. <laughs> to the show. What have we got to lose now? <laughs> okay. Um, anyway. Are, Daydreamer says <laughs> there is a YouTube video of BCLM... Does that stand for Black Country, oh, Black Country Living, Living Museum? Museum yeah. About the history of Slasher. Oh, yeah. It shows the monkey wrapped in tissue. Yeah, well, it's all, I, the, I got it. Um, this is the monkey unwrapped. The fight scenes in the video are rather Chaplin-esque. OK. OK. But there's, is, is there, there's no actual footage. There's no film cameras then, so... Ultra Magnus, please can we see the monkey on Frank After Dark? <laughs> He's called it. <laughs> 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 I mean, all I'm saying, I can't read them all out, but we're getting a hell of a lot of requests. <laughs> well, I think you see, you've done that thing a bit like Mary Whitehouse used to do in oh, the old days. Oh, thanks a lot. What a charming comparison for women of my age. <laughs> it's, it's comp it's, it, your outrage <laughs> makes people think, oh, I wouldn't mind being outraged by that. <laughs> and um, yeah. we've had uh, Brunkle Hyro. Mm. A lot to unpack. I haven't. I can't quite unpack it right now. But uh, one one lyric only. Pass the duchy on the left hand side. Da 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 da. But now I know. Yeah, I wouldn't. I I agree with that. Okay. Did I tell you when I flew to um, 
Oh, we're now getting show us the monkey. Just we're getting inundated. <laughs> Bilbo Bakewell has just got in touch. What I don't either. like about it is it sounds like a euphemism, doesn't it? It's 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 a bit of a Tom Cruise. Uh, Come on, show us the monkey. It's becoming a bit more singer. Take it <laughs> off. Take it off. Yeah, yeah. um, we're going to get um, people with um, placards outside. <laughs> show us the monkey. But it'll be very much like when they had a demonstration in Brookside with only three extras holding a very well-painted protest sign. Yes, maybe so. <laughs> I love that. I love a fake protest in a film. <laughs> Favourite uh, fake protests in a film? <laughs> 8, 12, 15. Frank Skinner, Skinner on Absolute Radio. Laugh and Let Die has oh, suggested... Yeah. You asked rather surreally, Frank, before the break, mm. you asked the readers what is their favourite fake protest in a film or TV mm-hmm. show. Yes, when you get a film, as you said, with people where the placards are a bit, have been made by a professional props maker. And there's it? four people and their coats look too clean and box yeah. fresh. So uh, mm-hmm. Laugh and Let Die has tweeted us, fave protest in a film... Michael Winner's The Games. Sorry, this concept of <laughs> Michael Winner makes me laugh. I'm sorry. Calm <laughs> down, dear. That needs something. <laughs> that needs a jingle of some. That was good, Frank. That was good. What you Very just good. did. Okay, I'm going to give it. Uh, I'm going to give it. Yeah, one. I'm, it's allowed to be random. You all right with yeah, that? Yeah, I love it. Michael Winners, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Michael Winners, the games. Mm. Uh, he was using mannequins in the crowd instead of human extras What's to it? save money. Oh, that <laughs> is. When the camera started to roll, uh, the extras in the crowd threw off their fur coats um, and were wearing underwear. So I don't quite oh. understand. Hang on, I thought if he was using mannequins in the crowd. There's there's a lot of oh, thoughts going this on is here. Very complicated. <laughs> this. Oh, what I liked is when he said they use mannequins in front instead of extras. Is it he? Do we know? Uh, yes. When he said so. they're using mannequins, I thought that is a real insult to extras. That's suggesting that they can mm. be replaced by mannequins. And then I remembered that I was a football fan, recently replaced by cardboard cutouts and sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, okay. we're all expendable, let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah. Nine, nine zero 904 has also suggested uh, favourite fake protest. Uh, Father Ted, who uh, there's a placard that says "Down with this sort of thing," which I've always liked, <laughs> and um, and another one says "Careful now." <laughs> <laughs> I very much like "Down with this sort of thing." Yeah, it's great. I'm a big fan. So, um, oh, boys, we need to talk. Can we talk about the Brits, please? Oh yes, of course. Did you go, Frank? You're something of a I didn't regular. go. As I say, no contract uh, mentioned. No invite to the Brits. Oh. Uh-oh. It's all right. I'm not going to start going away weekends again. Oh, don't, yeah. Frank. Do you know, it's it's not been the same for you anyway since Little Mix split. You've never... there's Lil, a ho- Lil Mix? Well, there is a, there's a helpline you can find. Oh, no. You've never got over it. Um, well, I, they did, I saw them at the Brits, if you remember, yeah. and um, I was surprised at how um, impressive they were live. Yeah. I believe you repeatedly said, who knew? Who yeah, knew? I did. Who knew? I did. Um, but uh, they weren't there this time, were they? It's changed since your day, because uh, Jack Whitehall... Yeah. No, no longer does it. It's Mo Gilligan. Well, I wouldn't say Jack Whitehall was my day. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> in, in, uh, in my day, I think Mark and Wise were hosting it. In my day, you were hosting it. Oh, yeah. How did that go? I don't mm. think... Um, I, when I'm on my um, deathbed, there won't be many things I truly regret. But... <laughs> I thought that was best left with the dot, dot, dot. <laughs> no, no, it was fine. It's a lousy gig, the Brits. It's a lot of, you know, drunk... when you do it. <laughs> drunk, uh, uh, etc. people who don't want... They, and there Apparently used to be a... Sa- it wasn't. Do you remember... Um, it wasn't drunk enough. People weren't partying enough. It the was, youngsters it was don't bit... drink now. No. Well, that's a good thing. Well, I love that about them. I respect them for that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also hold them in slight contempt for it. It's, oh, it's, yeah. it's very difficult, isn't it, to know what your feelings are on things. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was. Um, 
I thought Mo Gilligan played it right this week. I think it's mm. better not to do it, you know, like loads of crafted gags. Be sort of part of the thing and genial and likeable mm. is, a, is a big... That's mm. the way to handle it. You know, I don't really do likeable. <laughs> so I, they right. got, that was just a bad booking. <laughs> right. Speaking okay. of voices, we're talking about the Brits, weren't we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they've they've changed it up a bit, and I would say one thing that struck me this year, mm. and I appreciate I am at risk of sounding like the most broadly drawn, lazily written middle-aged dad in a sitcom. Okay. But I am quite shocked that there is a pop star called Dave. Mm. That's his name. Oh, yeah. well, I'm quite shocked there's a TV channel called Dave. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, you, who saw that coming? T- but 20... it is an age thing, because my best friend Jane was literally, she was saying to me, Dave, I mean, you can't call mm-hmm. yourself Dave if you're a pop star. It doesn't really go with the job. Like, you've got to make an effort, is what I'm saying. Well, I think what's happened is that all the good names have gone now. You know, Johnny Fury and... Alvin Stardust. Billy Fury, actually. And all that, yeah. So yeah. all those are gone, so people are... De- <laughs> they really are now. Um, you know, it's a well-combed uh, field. I know, but you I can't say, what music are you into, Dave? It's right, a bit yeah. weird. I just well. assumed that everything would be called Dave eventually after the success of the TV channel and the pop star. I'm assuming <laughs> that, you know, houses will be called Dave and furniture the will co- be country. Dave. <laughs> Yeah, Dave Land, that's where we're going to live. What are you driving these days? <laughs> one, one thing that's uh, changed about the Brits is when you go up to get an award, now you have to be accompanied by an adult. Yes. So yes. That's, uh, that's different. They have a grown-up with them. Little Sims, who um, Kath, I have to say, is, is, uh, has become quite a fan of. You know what, some, oh. you often watch the Brits and think, oh. Might check them yeah. out. They have a little everyone. That, that just gets passed around that now. There's so, little mix, mm-hmm. now little Sims. Yeah, so little Sims went up with her mum, took her up yeah. to get the uh, award, which I, I felt, I had mixed feelings. I Why? felt she was robbing us orphans' noses in it a bit. Yeah, it's not oh, fair on us, yeah. come on. You know, come on, I mean, who, who am I going to take up? Yeah. I just felt it was a bit intellectually inconsistent because Little Sims was massive compared to her mum. Yeah. If if someone on the yeah. stage is called Little, I want them to be the littlest. Now that's um, a good point. They were doing a whole Eddie Large She should be called mashup. Even Littler Mum. That's what she Perhaps should be Perhaps they're called. big uh, Robin Hood enthusiasts, because Little John, if you remember, <laughs> John, yes. in, it was was the tallest man in the uh, of the Merrys. Yeah, biggest oh, Merrys. So um, yeah, I'd love to find out the Little Sims was a real mad fan of. Uh, <laughs> watched all the old black and white Richard Greens as well as the Jason Connery. Was there a Big John? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think there was a Big John. You see, I had a teddy bear I called Big John, mm. and I think I'd maybe got it wrong. I think I'd got it wrong from watching Robin Hood. But you don't think it was actually oh. called John? You'd misheard it when you first asked its name and too embarrassed to ask again. Yeah, yeah I've had that with Teddy Bear. <laughs> what I like is the mum went straight on stage and kissed Tom Daly and then what you could see, oh. you could see Lucky. she was just licking her lips so she could taste the chlorine. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I hate yeah. that when you can taste the chlorine. Yucky. Do you think he had a little, he, whenever he goes out, he's got the black ties all, and then he remembers, oh, I've left the little locker, the locker key on my wrist. <laughs> oh, I hope so. I imagine he always has one of those. I hope so. Tom, you kept your locker on. Yeah, I oh. wouldn't have wanted to follow Tom Daly on what with the Veruca danger. No bombing. <laughs> <laughs> no diving. No heavy petting. Oh, man. I, um... Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you in a minute what I, I this and I that. Okay. I, me, me, mine, <laughs> etc., etc. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. We also have 523 Unknown Second Line, Blinded by the Light by Manfred Mann. Blinded by the light, retires from the night. I think night. Sometimes I know the rhyming word. There's always night in there oh, yeah. in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. Once you're going light, you're heading towards <laughs> night inevitably. Yeah. One can argue. That's your motto, isn't it? Wouldn't it be good if there was rules on who you took up to get your award? If like had to, if, if there was like just to make things because 
obviously we all love an award show and the Brits is great because there's loads of music in it but often at an mm. award show you think oh it's a bit long this mm. if, if you had to say in order to get an award you had to take up a neighbour that you've never spoken to before <laughs> or oh, what, yeah. what about if you didn't accept people who won didn't accept their awards they were always picked up by an ex Oh so you got the ba- <laughs> you got the balance of glory and malice, yeah, which is always a beautiful. Uh, I like combo. that. And then you're having to pay a public tax. Yeah, on exactly. The award. Ta- you pay a tax on success, which mm-hmm. seems fair to me. An ex, a mortal enemy, someone who fired you. Yeah, I think exes yeah, yeah. are usually pretty. I, 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 I'm trying to give them a nice big catchment area to work with in case I run have a string right. of success. Yeah, they don't have to. And they always up. play shout out to my ex as they walk up. I like the idea. Mm, I think that could uh, oh, yeah. work. Did you see um, Anne Marie had? Uh, she had one of her falls, Frank. <laughs> she did. Oh. I, I just say I'm of an age where when you mention Anne Marie, I think Anne Marie who? Um, oh. Well, she's one of yours, Al. What do you mean? Is she? Yeah. She's, um... Oh, she can't fight. fighting. She's, she's a karate uh, expert. Is she? I've got, oh, got this right, no. haven't I? Anne-Marie. I mean, she's... like, black belt. Oh, Al, oh, she'd be a lovely friend exciting. for you. <laughs> yeah, right to her, Al. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right to her. I'm on about someone... Right who, I'm on about someone who's been in, been in world championships and stuff. I'm, on, I'm not on about someone oh, who goes, goes down the local wreck. I mean, in fact, right, it was a little bit frightening, I've heard. <laughs> I <I'd>, um, <laughs> I think I you'll find say, it's called a dojo. I love um There's mm. something that really... Um, there's something I find immensely likeable about Anne-Marie. I don't know her, but her man. 23-year-old blonde pop star, Anne-Marie. No, but I don't She's mean dirty. in that. I don't mean in that way. Even when she when she fell, her voice wobbled a bit because she fell. But it still wobbled really nicely, I thought. It had a bit of Mariah about it. That sort of thing. She, I felt sorry for the dancer because right. there was someone sort of helping her, aiding her down the stairs. Mm. Mm-hmm. And they did. I did see a meme with his eyes, <laughs> which widened. Yeah. And... I was I was worried for him. But remember when Madonna fell over? It yeah. was like a big high I can't believe I've all, all that sort of but with Amory there was an element of oh gold <laughs> about it, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. I do I think she's What they need a, a to be laugh. pop stars is less they need to put less focus on cool. Because the thing is yeah. if you fell over, no offence, Frank, no one would care. No. No, that's, but it's true, though, isn't it? Because it'd be incorporated into your I think if your I act. fell to my death, there'd only be a handful. <laughs> um, but we don't, let's not dwell on that at this stage. Um, anyway, we've had another 83 Where's the Monkey uh, text. I mean, frankly, that's all we're getting now, is I'm Where's sorry. the Monkey? Sure. Show us the monkey. Look, this is you. This You people wanted to censor me. Stop taunting us with songs about the monkey. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> 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 Didn't someone? What was it? What was the? Uh, there was a thing you read to me. Someone then. else has uh, the reference to Johnny Vegas. Are you referring yes. to that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've had nine eight four. Please stop broadcasting the message. We need to see the monkey. If Johnny Vegas is listening, it could be reminiscent of many an aborted gig. Oh, did he get that post PG tips? <laughs> I think so. Oh well, they should have stuck with the live creatures. Keep, keep monkeys life. That's my. Uh, well, actually, it's not what they say at the Black Country Museum. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. This is the Frank Skinner Show with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on eight twelve fifteen. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via. Get your pens and papers ready. Yeah. Frank at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. Okay, Tim Key. Is in the house. Oh, I'm really excited. It's I love not that actually, really. it's not a house, obviously, but you know what I mean. No. It's like a terminology. Mm-hmm. I've started off with a nickname. How do you, how do you think uh, it's going? Uh, well, yeah. what's the nickname? Kiki. Yeah, I like Kiki. <laughs> Kiki was the name of the kangaroo in the children's TV show The Tinger and Tucker sure. Club. Well, I mean, it's good to be here. How are you all? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In which show, sorry, Frank? No, leave, leave. 
There was a very popular TV show, which was all... I don't know why, but it was Australia-themed. Yeah. Called? Mm-hmm. Called The Tinger and Tucker Club. I'm sure there's been more popular TV shows, haven't there? Yeah. Um, yeah. Four, yeah. I think. Neighbours. Neighbours was popular. And I'll tell you what, what bird was represented on it. I'll give you a... Chimpanzee. Yeah, the chimpanzee bird. <laughs> it was a kookaburra. I thought it was quite a good... Um, oh, there'll yeah. be kookaburras throwing themselves at the windows any time now. Yeah. This is a mating call. So, Tim, um, you've written a book. Written a book, yeah. Now, last time you were on, you'd written a book. Yeah. And it was, that was about lockdown. Yeah, it And was. about the experiences of lockdown. What's this one about? <laughs> Yeah, this is about lockdown. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, exp- and my experiences of lockdown. Yeah, the first one was about lockdown one. Yeah, and then um, yeah, did it again. Are you open for a relapse? <laughs> you wouldn't mind. You're doing. I see him doing pretty well at the old uh, national yeah. global pandemic. Yeah. I'm squeezing it dry. Man, you and a cardo. Uh, you're, you're sweeping yeah. up. And Zoom. Zoom having a good one. Oh, Zoom, yeah. yeah. Well. Joe Wicks did well. Yep. Yeah. Joe Wicks, that's it, really. Yeah. Now, the last book, the last book um, our readers may recall, um, had me in it. Um, yeah. But I got... Tim gave me the book and I couldn't find me. Yeah. I was a bit disgruntled. You were, I felt you were, you were mortified. I, well, I've well, never been to me. Yeah, I did. I, I mean, it's one thing to not be in it, but to be told you're in it. <laughs> Yeah. And then you're not in it. But then um, I think Tim, in the end, um, gave me a page reference. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. was in it. Well, because I, I think I heard you talking about it afterwards on the radio, saying you couldn't find yourself in it, so mm. I had to sort of mm. nudge you towards it. I found it. it. Yeah. It was a lovely depiction. Yeah. Yeah. Emily found it. Whereas this time, I'm all out like a rat. was in it. Yeah, this time I went all out. There's a big sort of, you know, tribute to you, really, Frank. It's is fabulous. There? Yeah, yeah well, there is, Alan. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a tribute with a little edge. How do you mean? Well, I think you... Make me sound oh my God, I'm some, be sick. Like a sort of a slightly difficult elder statesman of comedy is what you make me sound like. Well, I do, do sort of, Well, I do a bit, but I didn't want to sort of create a kind of 2D kind of fun guy. No. I thought... I tried to get, well, with the whole book, some element of truth flowing through it. No, I, th- I right. thought... I th- oh, I feel sick. Can I say? <laughs> Absolutely sick. And my partner said to me, I would never allow you to call me babe. That was her one note. <laughs> we should say, can I explain, that Frank and Tim writes about an encounter going round to Frank's house and having a, a, a door... door-stopping him, essentially. Mm. They have a doorstop mm-hmm. conversation. And then we go for a walk. Yes. You do. I loved the depiction. I thought it was. I had thought it really captured the spirit of you. Make of that what you will. Yes. Well, I'll settle for that. <laughs> I am. Um, I. I think it's a really good book. What about that? Oh, I think that's um, that's a, a very flattering considering uh, the uh, the hit job I did on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, aside aside <laughs> from that, I mean the version I have, which doesn't have those pages in it anymore. <laughs> And we're talking to Tim Key, whose new book, I should say, is called Here We Go Round the Mulberry Bush. And um, it comes out on Valentine's Day. does, actually, yeah. Oh, Kiki. And it said it's available in all bookshops. Well, that's sort of stretching a point. What about about bookmarks, the Mark Six bookshop? I don't think it's there. No, No, Also, we're struggling to get it into Daunt, but um, (laughs) it's in some bookshops. We probably should have, but... Yeah. It's a beautiful-looking item as well. I mean, I appreciate that's not the reason. Who's to thank for that? Um, Emily Juniper. Oh, Uh what do you know about Emily Juniper? Um, Emily Juniper did the last book that uh, yeah, Tim she did, did yeah. and she, oh man, she's mm. very good at um, making a book look like a beautiful objet d'art. You see, this is the thing, yeah. This that's stuck in her head for the last year, since you last called the last book an objet d'art. Mm. You did call it an objet d'art. Well, they're both objet d'art. It's, look, it's it feels like the main... What's the plural for objet d'art? I think it's objet d'art. I don't know, but oh. it's like objet d'art. Yeah. I think your main thing Aline is sort of um, you're mainly sort of fancy football and calling my book an objet d'art. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what you'll go down as. Hey, it's a living. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you don't think three lions will get in there? 
<laughs> you tell him, you tell him. I can't believe he did that hit I job on you in the flesh. Oh, no, I thought you were trying to get away from that. I'll tell you get what, Steph. I'll tell you what, It's a shameful period. What about this week? Emily interviewed uh, Reese Stevenson. Do you know who that is? Oh, no, who's that? He, I've got such a Reece crush Stevenson. on that man. He's a CBBC presenter, but he, he was on Strictly this, this season as oh, well. Fantastic. Strictly Come Dancing. Okay. And Boz uh, became a fan of his on CB. His Charleston was something and, and else. Then, and anyway, he... he, he I said, uh, he was talking about the fact that Emily, he was very excited that Emily was going to interview Reese. He sent me a text saying, and, um, can you let me know how the interview goes? Thanks, Boz. Oh, that's so she asked, she asked Boz, my, my child, if, um, if, if he had any questions he wanted to ask Reese. And, and he, said, yeah, he said to me, he said, the thing is, I don't know, I don't know how she'll explain who I am because, he, I mean, he, he won't know who you are. <laughs> I thought, well... I used to have to go out for, to get remarks like that, and now I'm yeah, getting yeah. them at my very hearth side. I know, mm. and now you're getting it in the studio as well. Well, I'd like to go on record as saying I think you're absolutely fantastic, Frank. Always have, always will. Thank you. And um, and just for that, I'll just say on the book, um, ISBN number 978-1-916226-6-3. We had to fight hard to get that one. I bet it's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, recommended retail price, 15 quid. Hmm, Yeah. We, we were trying a to Cardo, a Cardo oh, thinking, oh, we'd be underselling under ourselves here. You don't get this on the Graham Norton show, do you? you <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, have you opened the book? Doesn't read You're out not... their ISBN. ISBN. <laughs> what what about when I uh, when I plugged my prayer book on there? <laughs> he was so horrified that it was a prayer book. He just said, "And you've written a prayer book, Frank?" And it went up on, and then it went, and we talked about something completely different. It was like a flash frame. Wow. <laughs> Are you going to describe the barcode? Um, no, I don't think. Uh, I don't think I will. It's like um, it's like the back end of the Z donk that used to be right. at Colchester Zoo. Yeah. Can I ask? Oh, I don't think we're really getting under the skin of this book, are we? Tell us what it's about. Um, well, the first book I, I wrote, which um, are you plugging both books? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm just Why sort of not? giving a bit of a summary of where where we've come from. Okay, that was called He's Thought as a Wife, and we discussed that on air, and that was about me being. Uh, in my flat for three months mm. and then this book is the third lockdown which I characterise as more of a sort of a walking lockdown because mm. we were allowed out mm -hmm. a bit more yeah so in this bit in this book all of the it action, was sort of on the latch down yeah it was, yeah. It, was a, it was a fantastic lockdown but yeah so this one I'm, I'm out and about which is which explains why the two scenes or, or you know chapters in the book about you one is on your uh, doorstep and another mm. one is us roaming around the heath because mm. yeah. Kath um, recommends that I take you for a walk. Yeah. Mm. I nice. think Kath feels like she's a depicted dog. as yeah, a harridan. Yes. <laughs> does she? Yeah, she does a bit. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I always Haven't hope... you done enough to her? She, I took her to your super spreader gig. <laughs> <laughs> and she came back with COVID-19. I mean, are you grinding that woman into the dirt? Your gig? I, heard, I mean, that was basically Epsom, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the Cheltenham Gold Cup. Yeah, Cheltenham Gold Cup. I do apologise. Well, Tim's answer too. Yeah. Don't want to oh, sorry, no, I was going to say, Timmy's uh, responding to the producer yeah. telling him to stop talking. So. I didn't expect Kiki to no, be so no, rule no. bound. No, 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 I, I am rule bound. But look, let's if, if we need to go somewhere, then you know, hit hit the music and let's have a look at the monkey. Okay. <laughs> you haven't said that to me for years, you <laughs> cheeky. Oh, stop it, you two. Frank Skinner I'm going to show Tim a photo of the monkey because he hasn't... I'm fairly interested in the monkey. In the meantime, while you're looking yeah. at this, yeah, Tim, there, we've also had... <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. Oh, oh dear, 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 dear. There you go. I've not seen a photo... Wow. I mean, you know, I was walking in, listening to the show, and, um, you know, you try and build some kind of picture up of what the monkey looks like, but... It's in storage, remember? It hasn't no, been. I can see it's in storage. I can see the tissue paper. Yeah. I was wondering how that fitted in. At least the tissue paper is is now. I mean, I don't know. I can, what can I tell? What can I tell the reader? I mean, <laughs> it's got a metal. There's some blue metal underneath it. Well, it's on a it's on a shelf. Yeah. It's can on I a ask shelf. you a question, Tim Key? <laughs> Love is like monkey on a shelf. Do you think my reaction was over the top? 
I think it was under the top. I mean, that's just terrific. <laughs> Nowhere near the top. I, I, I'm most interested in Alan's reaction now. <laughs> now he shrieked with laughter. I know. I heard. I heard him yes. shriek with laughter. I'm interested in sort of um, you know. But I'm picking that reaction. Best on Pat, he yeah. said, "Post it on." <laughs> he said, "Post it." I Let did, me see. Yeah. I still I think did, it's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've also had Michael Lawrence has said, "Show us the Tim Key." Oh, the Tim Key. What, like a monkey? Oh, oh yeah. I see. Yeah. By the way, when you wrote your book about lockdown... Yeah. Mm. Can we did, stop going on about that book? Did you... Do, no one ever says that when they're plugging <laughs> stuff, do they? <laughs> oh, all right, now enough, enough about the book. Did, you didn't do a pun on key and lock no. in the Tim Key lockdown book. No, I know. That's a missed opportunity, isn't it? Third book. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I see. Simon McCarthy has a question. What does Tim Key have on you guys that makes you break format? That question to Tim Key. Well, I don't know what it is, but I, I always feel very welcome here and I feel like the format can absolutely accommodate a guest, but um, weirdly, it's the, your guests are me approximately every two years. Yeah. Well, we have uh, a few others. David Baddiel. Baddiel's allowed, yeah. Um, Neil Gaiman. Stephen Moffat. Stephen Moffat. And I think we've had Alex Horn. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Alex yeah. Horn. And Stuart That's, Lee once on the phone. Yeah, Stuart Lee on the phone. That's in about five, six years. Um, yeah. I think it's... it's um, it? The thing is, I don't feel relaxed with many people. No. In fact, any people. But I still have them in this studio anyway. I think mm -hmm. the main reason is love. Yeah. Oh. But well, yeah. I love you, and you sense that, and you need me in. I think the test is, who would you feel comfortable showing the monkey to? Well, yeah, I'm starting to yeah. think if they want that picture of Tim Key um, instead of the monkey, if we can get some tissue paper... Yeah, uh, you'd have to be naked and develop well, a fang. I know I'd have to be naked. You think <laughs> I'd right. it through? All right, I'm just making it clear before you commit. Why do you think I'm taking my jeans off? I don't think you've got the right shaped feet. The feet are extraordinary. I've seen uh, Tim's yeah. feet because he, they he got them out yeah. on Taskmaster. What are they like? Well, I think the uh, the monkey's feet look like Kylie Minogue's <laughs> compared to uh, Tim's. Oh, really? But Tim had deliberately grown a nail a, a, to, to a, a, an extreme length. Yeah, oh, like to. a parrot claw. Yeah. Um, so, Frank, can I just ask, when you have you seen Kylie's feet? Yeah, Kylie does uh, barefoot work, doesn't she? She does. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Is that one of her climbing up a fireman's pole? And she takes her um, takes a pair of espadrilles off to give herself a bit more purchase. Oh yeah, what is that? I remember like, that, is video? that music yeah. video. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were sort of talking about images that you'd seen. No, mm. I never talk about images. <laughs> I like that you've used we the euphemism about images of fireman's Come on. <laughs> now you stop showing off because Tim Key's here. <laughs> So, Tim, as well as having, um, here we go, around the Mulberry Bush, available from Valentine's Day in... All, 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 all bookshops. All bookshops. Pretty much. Um, Dawn, yeah, go on. Um, you've also got a, a live show called Mulberry. Yeah, not much thought went into that, no. I must admit. Um, and that's, right? that's at the Soho Theatre. Um, running is is it current? Are you on tonight? I'm on tonight, yeah. And it, it runs till the 26th of February. Yeah. Mm. Um, what what is? Can I? I will say now, just in a, a, a brief um, professional interlude, that I've seen Tim Key. Well, don't sigh. Dozen times right, more. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he is consistently brilliant. And yeah. hilarious. So there are a ha there are really we're not there's a, not many tickets left. If you can go and see Tim Key and get in, I would really. If you've never seen him, yeah. go. Mm -hmm. um, what about yeah. that? Uh, that was yeah, much better. Can I also why I'm on it saying and this is nothing to do with you. I saw a musical this week at um, the um, Southwark Playhouse. Okay, called Operation Mincemeat. Oh, now, um, I heard someone talking about that, but it was just sort of eavesdropping, so I don't have much on Can that I thing. Can I tell you, one of the best things I've That's seen. That's what I heard. It they, was absolutely brilliant. Plugging something else during the... Um, yeah, I'm plugging something else. I think that's also sold key. out. 
Uh, no, I'm going to try, try and watch that. But yes. That's brilliant. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Brilliant. That sounds funny. Fantastic. I cried twice. It's yeah. funny and the songs are great. Yeah. Okay. It does sound that's like good. that's got slightly more to it than mine. Yeah, yeah. but you're, you know, you're, they haven't got Tim Key. No, that's true. I'm the lead. Yeah. So what is it? Is it a sort of a, a live manifestation of the book? Very good question. Yeah, you're fantastic, Frank. Um, Thanks. So basically... Well, it's uh, not that. He did ask you, what is the ISMEN number for the... I didn't know, ask him, I told was, him. He was warming into the interview. I, I wouldn't give him that kind of hospital pass. <laughs> OK, sorry, back to uh, Kiki and the So studio. basically, whenever we, whenever we unlocked from those lockdowns and, you know, you were allowed mm. to do a little bit of stuff, live stuff, uh, I just did it about... Because I'd been writing lots about lockdown and mm. poems about lockdown. I always did it mm. about that. So um, gradually, as we were unlocking more, and you were allowed to do a bit more, I sort of built it into more or less an hour and then did an hour. And then since we've unlocked from the second, from the third lockdown, I've just been doing that. And then I kind of got the chance to do it at Soho. So made it. I gave it a title, Mulberry. And now I have like a show. But it is, yeah, it's 100% lockdown. Okay. It's not escapism. Okay. This is, I do not yeah. shut up about lockdown. Okay. Mm. I just go at it. Um, now you well, it don't sounds st- like me in real life, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not very political, though. It's more about, you know, the madness of the situation, really. Mm. So, and and it's, mm. it's a real hour of knockabout fun, and it's mm. very kind of, but, you know. <laughs> and will you be drinking cans yeah. of beer on stage? Yeah, I, I, do, mm. I do have a couple of beers on stage, yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah well, do you I'm, eat any fruit during uh, it? Uh, don't eat any fruit. No, the, I think the only things that go in is, is like a bit of Cronenberg, and then these poems coming out. I think that's more or less it. I wouldn't I eat. I think it. I saw you live once, and you pulled out a tomato from an inside pocket and oh, ate I it. I forgot that was fruit. That's I forgot it. that was fruit. Yeah, easy to forget. Um, but yeah, I did do that, Alan. And actually, if that reminds me, I maybe should do that again. That's quite a funny thing to do <laughs> on stage. I'd, I'd oh, be careful. Help. I'd yeah. be careful because um, Jonathan Swift, who wrote Gulliver's Travels, got many years um, disease from eating. Uh, a hundred golden pippin apples at Richmond. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm talking about having one tomato maybe on uh, Thursday or Friday. As long as, I'm just saying, that's, you know, it's, it sounds to me Can like... Can I just uh, say it? That's Frank with his 3am references. Hot news just in. Tomato is, Swift. Tomato is gateway drug. That's, that's how I'm seeing it. Two a hundred golden pippins. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Anyway, you've also got um, the highwayman and the lady what? coming out what are you soon. Talking about? <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> I knew. I had it in my head that Tim had this pr- costume drama, and I'd remembered it as yeah. the highwayman and the lady. It was actually called. It's the witch finder. Yeah, very definitely, close. Definitely be called the highwayman and the lady. Oh. Yeah. That's filmed, isn't it? And that's done. Filmed. When's that's that filmed. out? Um, I'm not sure, but quite soon, I think. Is that already? No, Um, no. I've become one of those people who see you filming in the street and say, no, when's when's this come out? (laughs) The pensioner question. Can I ask a question to um, Tim Key? Yes. With your book... Yeah. You write a lot about people you know. Almost all about people I know, yeah. Right. Has anyone ever been offended by anything you've written and what's people's reaction to it? The hand down pl- thing. Do you mean other than Frank? is screaming at the radio now. As we well, I'm, that, that's, I'm, I'm troubled that Kath is no, happy with Kath her Kath depiction. loves you. Yeah, well, I love Kath, actually, FYI. Yeah, well, watch yourself. Yeah, OK, mate. Well, um, yes, but in terms of noses put out of joint, um, f- yeah, Frank, I mean, I tried to sort of run it past people or at least say, do you want to have a look at it before it goes out? Well, you did say that to me. Yeah, and you said no. Yeah. <laughs> did he? I yeah. thought I don't want to read it twice. <laughs> Or to be fair, once. <laughs> um, so my, my PA praised mm-hmm. it. <laughs> the uh, most Simon Cowell thing you've ever said. Uh, no, there's uh, one guy who is, um, you know, I, I say, do you want to read it? And he says, uh, but he's quite threatening. He says, look, publish it, send it to me, and then we'll see. He sort of there's a threat of legal action constantly from that guy, but most people are like, um, most people are fine with it. Mm. Oh, now I'm dying to know Most who that guy is. Um, John Kearns. Most people are like... Um... <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, marvellous. But it's not made clear in the book that it's him. So... No, well, then you're safe, yeah. legally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, look, can I just say that Tim has got a new book out which is on sale from Monday called Here We Go Around the Mulberry Brush. And um, it's, it's fantastic. It's, 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 it's very funny. It's more than funny, though. Yeah. It's, it's quite... It's, it's got a bit of the heart in it. And it's, of course, it's put together by Emily Juniper. She is uh, my rock. Yeah. Can I just say quickly, Frank, Rachel Brown, we had a couple of people just uh, also getting in touch about uh, Tim's amazing performance on Afterlife, which I personally recommend. What a performance, Rachel Brown says. I still haven't got over the urge to punch him in the face after his appearance. Yes, yeah. I've had some stuff on Twitter oh. where mm. they've got a bit muddled as to whether it's me <laughs> acting or me. Oh, anyway. that's okay. Awkward. Okay. You can bring um, that to any role. So, yeah, yeah. All those soap opera people used to say, yeah, people stop me in the supermarket and say, why don't you leave um, Sharon alone? And I thought, no, they, that doesn't happen. <laughs> um, anyway, um, that's you trying to say I'm so convincing. You are, mate. Nobody could believe that that is an acting of some form. Anyway, not you. I'm, I'm, I haven't seen Afterlife, so what do I know? Oh dear. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but hey, not long to wait. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, yes, Tim's at the Soho Theatre currently, currently until February the 26th. Yeah. And The Highwayman and the Lady is imminent. He doesn't know when it's coming out. I don't know what it's called. Okay. But it's uh, fantastic. <laughs> hurry. It's Produce very good. Well, it's, hurry. it's got a Daisy May Cooper in it, who is. Um, okay. She Come on. is. Absolutely. Well, excuse me. I will not hurry. I want to just say <laughs> that Daisy May Cooper is absolutely fantastic. Well, you're not the first. You've, you, you know this. I won't be the last, actually. No, you won't be the last. Um, okay. Um, we need to start thinking about wrapping it up, Frank. I'm, I'm going to wrap it up if you'll, build, <laughs> if you'll wrap it up. What about that? <laughs> So, um, Tim, Tim Key, um, is that him? And that's all his wares available at the moment. Um, okay. All high quality. And speaking of high quality wares, I, my poetry podcast will be available on Wednesday. I'm doing Wordsworth this week. Good for you. I've done Wordsworth before, but I, I went and did a, a three-part documentary on Wordsworth. I was so Wordsworth to op mm. after I had to say more. Um, and all the previous episodes and that are all available, as they say. Um, Tim, it's been a, a joy as ever. And do try and catch Tim at Soho Theatre. He's um, brilliant. And incidentally, if you can get into Operation Mincemeat <laughs> at Southwark, I, I really... You know you know when you see something and it's so good you want to evangelise? It was like that. In the that. words of Ringo Starr, now you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's all from us. I think um, Ponch has done dancing. Mm. Um, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.